Episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 123, and today One, two, we have a double feature for you guys. It's been a minute. Uh, we're reviewing Bullet Train as well as Orphan First Kill, plus some other stuff we've been watching. That's probably it. As <laughs> usual, that's yeah. you know that's normally how the show goes. <laughs> nothing, nothing new or fun today. Little peek behind the curtain. It's uh, currently eight fifty. Woke up at around a.m. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's woke up at around seven thirty to get here. <laughs> yep, in the morning on Labor Day weekend. You know, this is this is how much we love and appreciate our fans. It's Labor Day weekend, seven thirty in the morning, waking up to do the show. We could just what other podcasts is what other podcasts is sacrificing that for you? Could have pushed it off. Didn't. Yeah, didn't. And the morning after Michigan State's first game. Yeah, which could exactly. have been which could Huge. have been dangerous for us, <laughs> dude. East Lansing was packed last night, dude. Did, did you Every see the place was packed? Let me tell you, Jackson was not because <laughs> <laughs> they were in East Lansing. <laughs> I was like, this is the most empty I've ever seen on Friday because they were Just in East Lansing. Or, well, you either have they were at the game or they're going up north or yeah for Labor Day. So I went to see Bullet Train last night, and it unfortunately didn't start to like. 6.50. They changed the times because it was Friday. Norm- most of the showtimes have been starting at 6.30, and I've always tried to make it to that showtime, but work has just been going late. So anyway, had to see it yesterday, later, so I missed half the game, probably. Um, And then I went down to East, La- uh, to East Lansing to meet Alyssa, and I saw all the lines. I was like, if I'm not waiting in line, like, if, you know, yeah, this is not <laughs> worth it. And she's like, "Oh no, we're at the riv. Like, you can come in the back door. Like, oh, they were already there. They know, established. yeah, and they know the, they know that we know the bouncer there pretty well. So, like, just walked right in. But I was like, yeah, if I'm not walking in, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. bouncing. <laughs> Dude, the game was insane. They were showing like the pans of the crowd and yeah, the student section was a whiteout and they yeah. striped the stadium. It was <laughs> insane, insane. Plus, it helped that it was Western. Obviously, there was quite a bit of Western kids like yep, in East Lansing also. Yep. 90 minute drive. Yeah. Pack. Crazy. Great game. Ugly, but ugly win, but we football season's back, baby. Yeah. yeah. It, it wouldn't be <laughs> it wouldn't be a Michigan game, State so. first game if we weren't shit in the bed at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Now we know what we need to work on come crunch time. Mm-hmm. Um all right, anything new f- with you guys that you need to touch on? No. I'm good. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, it uh, it was my beer choice this week, and because it's eight o'clock in the morning, no movie connection this time. But uh, there's always a connection. Yeah. So, okay, Jacob, <laughs> help me out here. I got coffee latte from Perrin Brewing Company, which is actually a brown ale, which I feel like we haven't done in a while. So wanted to get something coffee related because it's so fucking early, and a brown ale, and it's been a while for Perrin as well. I think we've had one parent beer on the show. I want to say it was the mint one, right? Didn't we have that on the show? Mint. Yeah, I think we did. A mint. I'm sure we had parent vamp for me. I'm gonna get the beer. I, I'm a hundred percent sure, but they had to have drink coffee in one of these movies, right? Hmm. 
yeah, when uh, in Orphan, the uh, smoothie part. Oh. No. Were, it was no. breakfast. No. He, when they're at the train station, he says, go, I'm going to get coffee for me and mom. There it is. Exact line from the oh, movie. There you go. There's always he does a say that. He actually does. I do remember that now. Always a connection. Well, anyway, um, trying to find. Maybe we didn't have that on the show. I don't know. I, feel I like didn't we even did. know there was a mint. That parent had a mint beer. I was thinking. I could be confusing outside. it. Like it looks similar. Like the art looks similar or something. I don't know. This. I mean, we had Freddy Krueger or whatever. Fudgy Krueger. Wasn't that mint? No. That's just like mm. pure cacao. I don't know. I'll find it. But in there's the meantime, 122 other beers to to cipher through. So yeah, right. Okay. In the meantime, coffee latte. It's a brown ale with 5.8% ABV. This is a full-bodied brown ale with coffee, light chocolate notes, and rich roasted aromatics with added milk sugar for a creamy malt finish. And this is made with. Um, looking for it. It's on the box. Fuck, why can't I find it? What's the coffee that they uh, use? I don't know. Where? I don't Nicaragua know. Nicaraguan. No. Probably Perrin. I don't know. Oh. Perrin probably uses Ferris. <laughs> no, it's not. It's on the box, though. Colombian. Germac or Germac Coffee Roasting Company. Oh, uh-huh. so shout out to Germac, or Germac, or Germac, whatever. Yeah, not expecting anything too crazy, but um, <coughs> ready to try it. Let's do it. Also, zero IBUs. I'm assuming not available. A little foam action. Mine did. Uh-huh. Obviously, it smells like coffee. <laughs> Very much like coffee. <laughs> I'm also drinking coffee. There you go. You can put that coffee down. Drink a beer instead. PSL, it's a weekend, baby. It's a PSL, so I'm not putting that down. <laughs> it's a PSL. Pumpkin uh, spice really latte. Kyle? Oh. <laughs> it's God. tis the season. Jesus, boomer. <laughs> who the fuck abbreviates pumpkin spice latte? Everybody. Everybody who drinks them. Everyone Let with a pulse. You. There you go. I, that, Everybody I who don't drinks them. I don't drink that shit. Oh yeah, also no soundboard this episode. <laughs> so, so Kyle that's gonna have to yeah, Kyle I'm gonna have to, to um pretend to do it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do all the soundboard drop. Just do it through your myself. speaker, your phone speaker. No, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna do it with my voice. I like it. I, I liked it. it. <laughs> oh, mint night snack. Could that be oh, one? Oh we did have yes. that. Yes. And is that by Perrin? It is. Boom. Job, Nailed it. You did. Good job. Your your recollection is impeccable. I didn't take a picture. I this is what happens when we record before the weekend and I get fucked up all weekend. That's true. Your brain isn't pickled yet. <laughs> this, right. is, this is fresh, ca- fresh ca- Kyle brain. Kyle's brain is... on a whole new level today. He's, he's pumping. <laughs> Kyle's corner is going to be oh, all time. I'm going to come. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Hi, I'm Julian. <laughs> yeah, you got to do the Julian drops too. <laughs> got to do at least one Julian drop. <laughs> And the Lord. <laughs> we all have problems, but we have to serve the Lord. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, anyway, back to the beer. This is a, just as 
pretty much is exactly how I thought it tasted. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's light. Yeah. You it's said 5.8. Yeah. 5.8. It's not as um like creamy as I thought. I kind of thought like with that added milk sugar, it would be creamier, but it, it does. It tastes pretty much like, like a nitro black coffee. I was going to say, I'm surprised. I'm su- I would be surprised if they didn't have this in nitro. Right. Like at least yeah. on tap. Yeah. I don't know. The coffee itself flavor is really good. Yeah. Yeah. The beans are good. <laughs> yeah. Not good too job, sweet. Germac or whatever it was. Germac. <laughs> Germac. Germac. Pretty well balanced. Yeah, this is good. Crushability. Pretty high in the mm. yeah, honestly. <laughs> in the, the morning, <laughs> I was gonna say. Also, you have to factor in like morning. for a brown or like a dark beer, it's always a little bit like gonna be a little bit less. This is no chocolate covered coffee brown though. <laughs> but that's also like a one kind of like a one pint. Yeah, you know? that's last. That's your dessert pint. Yeah, so like crushability on that would be low too because didn't we say that a factor of that is like yeah yeah this isn't re- like repeated drinkings. It's not too sweet either. It's I would like this. I put this at like a three. Yeah, definitely not too sweet. No. Yeah, I'm gonna well, go three. Ability, I go three and a half. I was gonna say three and a half. Yeah, mid plus. Yeah. So what about the rating overall, though? Probably. I'm three gonna five. say it matches. Yeah, <laughs> it matches mine. Three and a half. Well, I like coffee a lot. I don't know. I like this quite a bit. <laughs> I might. I might be worse. I don't know. There's two cans, so um. Yeah, I'll judge it by the can, second can. Yeah. Right after the second can, but I think it's wonder what the caffeine kind of solid. is. Yeah, maybe I need to try more. I've had a lot of coffee beers, so it's like, you know, what's funny? Make Here, them stand out. Here's a here's an interesting note about coffee beers for me. Is I'll drink them, and like off the rip, love them. Yeah, vanilla Java Porter used to be one of my favorite porters. Oh my god, hate it, it was, now. Yeah, CEO Stout used to love. Still solid, but not as good as I remember. Like that's how I feel. I too, always actually, start yeah. by loving them, and then like over time, like are you saying coffee beer? in general? No, coffee just... beers, like oh. specifically. Okay. Yeah, because like there's there's been multiple coffee Rise beers and shine like, from Grand River. He loved. You yeah, but that? I haven't been able to like drink that a lot over time. You know, that one it's just true. tastes like straight coffee. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate that, uh, covered coffee brown is Electron Brown a coffee? Yeah, oh yeah. So that is probably the one that stayed solid. I think the I'm pretty time. sure it is. I think so too. That PBR coffee one is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it tastes it like just, a fucking frappuccino. So much sugar in it though. <laughs> it's good, like delicious. It, yeah, it, you literally would not be able. I wouldn't be able to tell that apart from that first thing in the morning. Delicious. Yeah. PBR coffee. It yeah. tastes like uh it tastes like Travis's coffee when we go to Seattle and oh, yeah. <laughs> he hooks us up with the, the <laughs> Seattle God, coffee. Used to get, make us like breakfast and coffee. Miss you, Dad. Love nice you, present. Dad. <laughs> I love you, Dad. <laughs> Sound drop. <laughs> I'm looking up that beer. Electron. Electron Brown. That's and a, ejection apparently. That's old nation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Old a double brown. Which we haven't been there in a long time. Or I Old Nation well, is they, so uh, good. Dude, their hours were fucked during COVID. They yeah. might still be fucked. They were like closed at four or something. It's like, uh, you're a brewery. You don't want like after work yeah, business. There's <laughs> nothing there. I know, but there's like they need people. to move, they need to create a tap house too. Yeah. Yeah. In like, it's and dinky. like East Lansing. East Lansing. Yeah. yeah, that'd be huge. They're good and big enough to, and they definitely Yeah, Williamson is just enough out of the way to be like eh. kind of annoying yeah. to go to and not really like it's any, it's out of the way it's like on the way to Ann Arbor or like two places yeah but 
Yeah, you can make it. Like, isn't isn't Meridian Mall like? Or yeah, right I mean, yeah, off of M forty three. Okemos is the closest like thing, but still, it's just it's out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is out there. And even yeah, I just remember. Oh, I'm like, oh, there's Old Nation. I found it by accident, just like on. The we way. went. No, I went. The first time I went, I don't think that was. The yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah, because we did that little brewery tour. That was that same day. Yeah, we was started at Bad. Went, went to, to seven breweries. Old Nation. Wasn't it seven? Yeah. Eight. Greater uh, Lansing Beer Trail is on right now, and you get a cool. Yeah, you get I a pretty that. cool There's mug boot. this time. Isn't it a boot? boot? Yeah, it's yeah. a boot. Yeah, the prize last year was stupid or something. I I remember not even wanting to finish it, but I think I'll do it this year. Yeah, you're right there. Why yeah. Not? Uh, the most I did was nine breweries so. in a day. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna be hitting up a couple breweries going up, going up to Muskegon area. So I'll be hitting like a couple it. new ones. So gotta new get flights. in Muskegon or new on the West Coast? Not in Muskegon. It's in Whitehall. So like Fetch oh, Brewing okay. is up there. There's a couple other ones, but gonna get uh, some. There's flights, a new one in. Um, there is a new one, Brickhaven, in right in Grand Ledge. I drive by it every day on the way to and from work. So. I'm going to try it sometime and maybe we'll do a, one of theirs for the show eventually. For sure. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be good, but we'll see. I want to definitely go to Unibrew or whatever when I go to Montreal. If it's nearby, I don't actually know. It's in Chambly. Yeah, but where is that? I don't know, but I just remember writing it. A couple times. Oh, it's right next to Montreal. 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 You know, it's literally, <laughs> I just found this out. So in the middle of Montreal is Mount Royal. Mm. And Montreal is literally just named after Mont Royal. So it's like Mont Royal, Montreal. Crazy. Mount. <laughs> Mount Royal. It's like they just shortened Mount Royal? It. Yeah. Became Montreal. Eventually. Sounds very French. It is. Sounds like a French thing to do. <laughs> just... <laughs> drop some letters. Yeah, drop some letters at a possible. So it is right there. So yeah, I can definitely go Uniproof. That'd be cool. You can get uh I want I'm gonna be Kyle's like, favorite? I want weird thing. Uh from Uni Eyes Don Dibu. Dibu. Yeah, Don Dibu. Oh yes, yes. You get that on tap. I always forget that's right. I want some huge I want something I can't get though. Well yeah, but you have to get that on tap. I mean, like, uh, uh, something different. I'm le du fromage. You know, it's actually I'm le au fromage if it was correct. Well, not according to Dexter. <laughs> he was wrong. Dexter's never wrong. <laughs> Take it back. Okay, you guys ready to get into our featured reviews? Oh, I guess so. I think we should start with Bullet Train because um, I at least watched. The first orphan in preparation for the sequel or prequel. I, should I say. did not because I did not want to do that. So that'll kind of bleed into nano reviews. So I good like with it. you guys. Yep. All right. So we're gonna start with Bullet Train. Bullet Train is directed by David Leach, written by Zach Olowix. Uh It is based on a novel by Kataru Isaka. It stars Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Brian Tyree Henry. A uh, few others that I won't name because it could be spoilery. Uh, plot synopsis reads, Five assassins aboard a fast-moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common. Let's take a listen to a clip. Maybe my luck is starting to turn. Go! 
You stab me? I come here for revenge. The assassin who killed El Saguaro. Just take your time out here. Talk this out. I will never stop coming for you. What? Run as far as you like. I will find you. Why? I will ruin your life the way you ruin mine. Dude, I don't even know you. All right, Jacob, what did you think of Bullet Train? Well, I only have one I thing to it. say. There we go. <laughs> I did. I was actually pretty surprised because I had like no expectations going in. And I, except maybe that I thought it probably wasn't going to be that good because I haven't. Why didn't you have any expectations? Have I, you ever seen David Leach movie? What else has he done? John Wick, Atomic Blonde. Oh. Deadpool 2, Hobbs and Shaw. I guess I should have. We, we did Hobbs and Shaw for the show. Well. Did we? I don't know. Did we? No. <laughs> we did not do no. that. Why I've did never I watch that piece of Shaw. shit then? I've never seen Hobbs and Shaw. Because you're all about the family, Kyle. Family. That's true. But no, I, I did a family drop. Honestly, I didn't pay attention to anything about this movie, so I had completely fresh expectations, and okay. I liked it. It was really good, actually. I, it was super enjoyable, very, I would say, Tarantino-esque with like the, how they were going about the style. It felt like it to me in the music. Um, I would say Tarantino meets Edgar, Edgar Wright. Yeah. Meets Guy Ritchie. Meets Guy Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Very nice editing. The story was over the top and but like fun. I loved like this just the ridiculousness of like the storylines and how stylized it was. Had a purplish blue part, so that looked amazing. The whole car was. Yeah, and it was amazing. Loved every <laughs> scene in that. Kind of similar almost to this vibe right now. Yes. And On purpose. Just kidding. Yeah, honestly, I would watch this again, too. Even though I know everything that's going on, I don't think it, that means much for a rewatch. Like, I think you could rewatch this fine and still enjoy it. I don't think the mystery part of it was that important. It was funny. I definitely was chuckling along. But, yeah, I thought I enjoyed it much more than I thought. A lot of random people in it, I guess. Which <coughs> if well, I know random, the, if you know, it's the, part of the humor itself, though, which I thought it worked pretty well because I didn't know they were going to be in it. It was just these random cameos, basically, but not random, not random, but cameos. Yes. <laughs> they felt random. friends of like him. Yeah. Like people that he's worked with. Yeah. Now that you said what he's done, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, it makes obvious sense. <laughs> and he's been these. like a stuntman or like worked in stunts forever before, even before he started directing. Yeah. And that's why his stunts always look good. Mm-hmm. And I thought this looked good. And I I mean, some of the CG parts, you could tell not great. But overall, I thought it looked really good. I loved the style of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Same boat. Um. Pleasantly surprised. With it, um, a better whodunit than our most recent. Um, Spartacus? Yeah. <laughs> Still don't better know. Than, better than Spartacus. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, Definitely better than bodies. Comedy was great. Uh, Brad Pitt's found his new niche 
he's revitalized his career as this character. Uh, Comedic, you mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I love his just delivery of yeah. the count. Like, I thought, honestly, I thought the whole therapy thing would could get old, and I didn't feel that. I yep. felt it was funny throughout the yep. end. His was, the other one, might have they might have gone to the well one too many times with tangerines or lemons um callback i guess oh, it's not really a spoiler but yeah the thomas the train thing tank engine yeah <laughs> one, went to the well one too you many times that with that yeah that, no, that was so <laughs> it fell on purpose what because they, they, they say that in the movie thomas <laughs> the train and it's a tank. tank yeah <laughs> um the tank engine yeah the tank engine um, yeah i agree with that one but it wasn't like egregious no not at all that wasn't in it did have like 107 twists which worked in this case but wrote a fine line of doing a little too many like yeah, i oh, mean i think it oh, worked because this oh. one was just so over the top the whole time it wasn't meant to be like serious no i know and i think i think the tone of it definitely helped yeah a lot um cg yet sometimes but yeah i think it fell it, into it worked yeah it well. just also worked with the cartooniness of it and the uh i don't know if this i felt like an homage but the the oranges was that's that an homage what i was to gonna say too no it was literally i know i know it's a tangerine, tangerine but it also felt like it was a citrus fruit because remember like god they say every time you see an orange somebody dies I don't think that was intentional. I think it was just, I think it was literally just the tie to Tangerine. Well, but he could have done both. Uh, sure. I don't think so. I, I liked it. That's I fine. felt like it. I was like, I wonder if that was intentional. I also, either way, if it isn't, either way, it still makes it sense. It brought up in my head too, though. It could be. It could work both ways. Um, yeah. Uh, the James McAvoy and the other guy's accent sometimes was a little hard to. James McAvoy. He wasn't in this movie. Not James McAvoy. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson, yeah. James, yeah. the same person. I'm just kidding. <laughs> His <laughs> accent? Sometimes there, it was so thick I couldn't understand him. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like it was bad. I was like, he is. No, English. I know that's his actual accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. You, His that'd be British very, accent. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the other guy was work on that. <laughs> wasn't he from uh, Godzilla vs Kong? Brian Tyree. I mean, yeah. Wasn't he like the tech nerd that was like under, like that, that found everything? Right. I mean, he was super familiar. <laughs> He's in. He's been um, a, de- a lot of recent stuff but i'm pretty sure he was in i always God- get him and the guy that does the guy that's in the jordan peele movies mixed up you know you know who i'm talking about Lowell, I, I Lowell, Rell, yeah yeah Lowell, yeah Lowell, yeah exactly i i did that because i think he was a tech <laughs> i totally did think that. he was a tech nerd that like figured out my, uh, like uncovered monarch apparently he was in joker well we can find out but i'm not sure keep going why is it faded out? <laughs> i don't know yeah, yeah he, he was he yes. was yep. in godzilla yes yep. okay yep. cool um, but yeah, their accents were a little thick at times, so it was kind. There was, I mean, it's it, nothing important you missed, but um, still, I would like to rewatch it with subtitles for sure. But mm. some of the jokes I felt oh my like God, they I said, totally looked down for subtitles at one point, like when there was <laughs> it supposed to be. I'm like, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh damn, duh, there's not subtitles. Kyle Smith was in it. Yeah. Dude, that, get, that guy did, oh, looks so much yeah. like Kyle Smith. Uh, Who? Uh, what, what the son. The son, yeah. The bleeding. The white oh. death son. Oh, Logan fucking... Yeah, yeah. we just brought oh, him all up because we thought him, 
Dylan Schneider and the guy from Maze Runner all looked the same. Wasn't that wasn't he included? Dylan in O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien, Dylan Schneider from Thirteen Who's Reasons that? Why. No, that's the same. Isn't that the same? Kid? No, Kyle, we've been over this with Brad. They're different. <laughs> we did. We have. Yes. Dylan we, Minetti. Not Dylan Schneider. Who's Dylan Schneider? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Dylan Minetti. <laughs> well, they both were. Kid. They were both Dylans. Yeah, yeah, they both. And then <laughs> we started with a D. And then the uh, this guy, right? Didn't we? Yes, they. Yes, all I, three I, of them? I'm with you. They do, but you're talking about fucking Dylan Schneider. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yes, Dylan they do all look the same. Minetti, yeah. This is Logan Lerman, Dylan O'Brien, and Dylan Minetti. Yeah, they all look the same. Yes. yes. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> um, glad we figured that out. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, general thoughts, I guess. Yeah. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Okay, well, to nobody's surprise, Kyle loved I it. Did not like this Kyle movie. Hated it. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say hate, but this. Okay, there's two things that I do absolutely hate in this movie: the comedy. Oh, barely like did not work at all. Oh, I thought it worked. Extremely it worked I think well. there was like three parts that I laughed at. Um, there's Which like is definitely more than most for you. There's so. definitely like good banter and stuff in the movie, but. There's just a lot of like swings and misses and it is not the comedy is not there. This is like obviously this is from the guy that did Deadpool 2. That is the same like oh, level. That's just yeah, terrible. Yeah. And well not bad. Okay, well, subjective, but I hated the comedy. No, you're wrong. We're and the other thing is <laughs> objectively you're wrong. I yeah. think this movie treats the audience like they're five year olds or on the spectrum because they Every like connection that they need to make, they'll make sure they do like a quick little flashback to be like, oh, hey, you remember this? Like this happened earlier. Huh? Yeah. I felt like if they didn't, it'd be very convoluted. No, I think it's pretty. There's like some like really bad stuff. That's like, okay, yeah, we knew that already. Maybe. Maybe Maybe you knew it already. There's only one that I can think of, but also is funny. (laughs) Which is... Well, it's a spoiler. Okay. Well, we'll get into it. But yeah, I, I, I just feel like this does not treat the audience with any real reverence or anything. Like, it's just too many too many cutbacks to things that we already watched. And some of that stuff is, there's. I'm not saying it's every time they do that, but there's a lot of things where you can tell that they're trying to connect the dots. And this is why that they're showing it to you. I don't appreciate that stuff, but... Whatever. If I guess if people need it, then they need it. I felt it was more just to be stylized and almost like a humorous, like throwback to it. Yeah, how it led to that point. Not funny. Humor didn't I, work. I thought the water <laughs> bottle. That's like, what I was talking about. Actually, I didn't know if that was. A I hated. That was the part that, that bothered me. Yeah. When they when the fucking name for that was like oh I this is that was a character great. now no that was I, so I know bad it was for like humor but and I thought so it was pretty bad. funny. But it definitely was a completely pointless thing. So this is getting like possibly too much into details. But there is, um, I was thinking literally on the way here, I was like, there are movies that do that better where it's like kind of like the whole, you know, like fade or whatever, like everything it kind of rests on this, like such like an inconsequential or inanimate object. And like, like your life or whatever depends on like how that got there. And there's, I'm trying. I couldn't think of any like specific examples, but I know that there's movies. Yeah, I do know. that all the time. It's Definitely, like way better yeah. than than this, where it's like, oh, that's really cool how 
you could kind of follow that that thing through the movie and it leads to this whereas like this just was like I don't know they did that that flashback to it and how it traveled or whatever and it was just like it didn't add anything yeah it was yeah dumb. <laughs> that's what I felt because I mean we know that he put the stuff in it and everything and yeah. like we already saw that and that was all the parts that mattered anyway yeah so it if anything it was uh just more product placement which was amazing in this movie Corona held up with yeah. the label for it. Well, I thought that was funny. I thought that was to be funny, though. Well, it's because Bad no. Bunny is sponsored by Corona. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was literally to be a joke, like to Corona, act like well, the CG, the well, they probably, beer commercial. Well, they probably played into that. Yeah. So I which was a pl- smart way. That's to do what it. I'm saying. Like the Fiji was a little bit more since that. Part, no, 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 no. If they if they wanted to play into it and make it like very obvious, then like. He would have like held up the first one, which was very obvious, like the lighting, it looked like, you yeah. know, glowing behind it. But then the other guy held it up and the label was the other way. Like they should have that's what I'm should have held up like Corona. And the guy was like, oh, I have Corona, too. And then like, I think like, it do like a drink of like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> like really lean and into like put it. the yeah. lime in it and go. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, something else. But like this, the it's way like, they did it, it was just like, no, this yeah. is just product. Placement. That's why I felt like it was a commercial, though, because it. The one guy had it perfectly, and they didn't. So it just felt like how a commercial. Well, commercial, would be. they always you have face to show it, it at least once. The commercial, they always, even when they drink it, it's facing. Really? It out. Yeah. I guess I don't see a lot of commercials. <laughs> I don't anymore. watch commercials <laughs> anymore. I feel like there's two ways to <laughs> do it. I walk away until the timer runs out. <laughs> I think there's two ways to do it. I think both work. From it like, didn't bother me. It's either you go like all in or you a, do it this way. It felt intentional well your view of it is already based on like are you on board with the movie that's like a third See, of the way through I the think movie it was the movie was so over the top and cheesy anyway i that didn't bother me right i know Versus, i know that it's over the top like i obviously i'm i've seen like a lot of movies in the same style and they there's movies that do it a lot better and i don't think that this it is stylized but not like it's not like doesn't feel new or fresh like it I don't know. It just feels kind of like derivative of things before it. Like we mentioned, Edgar Wright, Guy Ritchie, Tarantino. Like it feels derivative but of those, those names rather than being another, his own. What's another movie that combines those three styles? That combines them? That you can think of that's like, oh shit. Like I, I can't think of movies that, I'm, that you're like, oh, it kind of felt like this, this, and this. Wouldn't that be kind of... Like obviously, cinema and movies in general. Gunpowder milkshake. All come back. We oh, I haven't seen that, but um, yeah, it's like all movies are derivative of something. So like when you're able yeah, to no, blend I know what styles, you're saying, but <clears throat> I'm saying like it felt fresh to me. I'm saying like just in terms of calling it stylized, like it feels like it is stylized because of those like the people that came before it, and like you, yeah, obviously you can draw inspiration, but add something like of your own and the only thing i feel like that's that i was like oh yeah this is definitely a david leach movie was when he goes flying through the train and it's all cg i was like oh this was very reminiscent of a deadpool scene and it was but just yeah uh other things other things i did like okay so i think the strongest thing is the the maybe not necessarily the writing because that goes in with like the dialogue and the bad jokes, but the screen, the script, like basically how he adapted it, not David Leach, but the guy that wrote it, this, the screenplay, however it was adapted from the book was done pretty well because 
the way that like all these characters tie together and things tie together within this runtime is I felt pretty yeah. satisfactory. And I think it worked. And I just wish lot. it was Yeah. Yeah. I just wish it was done I just like I wish <laughs> that they didn't try to swing for the fe- like so many times at these jokes and I don't know, make like every scene like has to have like this like comedic beats to it. I mean, that's what that was the movie. I get that. It's <laughs> a comedy guy. <laughs> I yeah, I mean I would say you have to classify it as comedy first and kind of wish it was like there there was like those <coughs> comic relief characters and or even other characters can just have, you know, like Lemon and Tangerine, probably the best characters in the movie. Their banner, like their, you know, back and forth how they play off each other, that's all good. I mean, even Brad Pitt's character can have some of those things, but he kept trying to, like, force in these, like, jokes ever, all the time, and, like, you know, just, like, his bad luck, that's enough of, like, a running gag. You don't, we don't need to have, like, all these, like, you know, like, his wokeisms added in. We're talking about wokeisms for bodies, bodies, bodies. Like, this movie think it's forces like them woke. in. I thought he was just uh, his therapy, so it was, like, more like therapy lessons. I think there's some other things from him too. I thought I didn't think it was. I think it was like bodies, bodies, bodies was much more over the top. I was talking about a lot of issues. This was just like mental health. Yeah, I I feel like there was something else though. I know what you're talking about because he is like in that state of mind all the time. He's always like, "How can I reset my zen?" Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Just. There's things I liked about it. I liked probably the first half a lot more than the second half. I think the ending completely goes off the rails. Literally. No <laughs> I was kind of inverse, actually. You like, like I, the ending better? I, I When half? I first started, like the first 20, 30 minutes, I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, my God, I have an hour and a half left. And not saying it was bad, but I was like, man, these first 20, 30 minutes are dragging. And then after that, it, it was like. Drag, yeah. And it was like ramped right up and then. I mean, I think every char- like the com- I think every character worked well together, like the rela- like Brad Pitt and uh, Aaron's characters together. I thought they worked pretty well together. Then Lemon I didn't say they didn't work. They didn't work well together. I'm saying I'm thinking that that Lemon and Tangerine were the best characters, regardless of who they're with. I'm just saying that their scenes together were like the standouts. Yeah, sure, but I think the I mean even. Like um, Joey King's performance and her character, like, worked extremely well in this. I think all of them, like, worked very well, and that kind of goes like you said with the screenplay. Like, the entire thing felt very cohesive. Mm-hmm. There was never like, and that's what you get with one person writing a screenplay, right? You don't when you have three or four people, you kind of get different styles and it feels like it jumps around a little bit. When you have one person do it, it feels like, okay, this was written start to finish and this is how it was meant to be. Yeah. Not not interfering with too many hands. and Yeah, I think it go also goes to being that Edgar Wrightness, right? That feeling of like the banter between characters felt yeah. very much like that. Like very quick, witty back and forth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... <clears throat> I know you don't watch a lot of anime, but like this feels like it should have been more. like an anime adaptation. Yeah. Like because like that like banter and stuff and even the moment at the end where like there's the two henchmen talking about like 
oh, what if it's this? And it literally is that. Yeah. Like that feels very like anime esque, but like it doesn't, it doesn't pull off that comedy in this, in this uh, medium. Maybe well. me not watching anime it led to could being po- more. Yeah, potentially. I, that's, I did feel that. I'm like, this is going for almost that style, but never reaches that yeah. point where it's like, oh, this is very like anime. Mm-hmm. It never goes quite there. It's close. It's like getting there. It's like wants to be there, but it's not there. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah I got that from like where it's like at their names would flash up and stuff. <laughs> I liked how they all uh-huh. had like nicknames. The Hornet. Yeah, they all have their operator, operator names. Well, yeah. we don't, half of them, we don't even know their real names other than. Mm-hmm. Did we know Brad Pitt's character's name? Yeah, it said his name at the very beginning, right? And then yeah. she said your new things, Ladybug. Um, yeah, I think so. I can't remember it though. I can't either. <laughs> I just remember Ladybug. Unimportant. The Wolf, <laughs> Hornet, Ladybug, Tangerine, Lemon, The Prince, Prince, White Death, White, White Death, Death. <laughs> The Elder, The Elder, The, the Water, water bottle. bottle, The Water Bottle, yeah. <laughs> Banger. Um, okay. Well, I think that covers general thoughts. If uh, if we get into spoilers here, you've been warned. <laughs> so, well, even though we kind of already touched, yeah, on mine was going to be thing. the water bottle because I know that's the whole. I mean, joke. that's not really a is spoiler. It? Like, like we didn't tell why. It, yeah, but it's that's the whole joke is the water bottle. <laughs> but yeah, but the whole the the uh, payoff to that is that he just picks it up and throws it at <laughs> that's the white death. That's why it's so funny. It's. Because it like, feels like it's so important, and then he just fucking throws it, and it's but, it's over. <laughs> that's why I thought it was. So I don't funny. know if that's like a subversion or like if that's like a thing where it's like this is. I feel like it already played its role, and then they did this whole flashback thing of like, oh, this is how it got to this exact place now, where it's going to get used to, you know, save his life. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just. Again, I, I was thinking of other movies that did it better, you know, while watching. I was like, this is, it didn't feel like it, or like, it was the, it was the meatball off the spaghetti on the table. The what? Yeah. You know, the, the spaghetti and meatball song, the meatball falls off the table and rolls and gets bigger and bigger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Jacob, don't you? The yeah, song? I know what you're talking yeah. about. I forgot how it goes. I can't but I think know of anything. Classic song. Uh, <laughs> well, fuck. We were like, it was like a nursery rhyme thing. Let me look it up. Anyway, um, what did you think about the, I guess the actors or the cameos? There's yeah. one that's super inconsequential. It's literally just one shot. Because he probably Barber, demands Ryan, the most money. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That feels like just like a, a call in. Do you like, think he demands that much money? I don't know. I just are I you w- kidding? I bet if he was, I bet if he had to be on set for like a day, it would cost them a lot. I doubt he was even on set with for that shot. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> even my boy couldn't save this movie. Who's oh Channing Tatum? No, Michael Shannon. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I thought Channing Tatum. Was I did like him. As, I liked him as White Death though. On and yeah, Channing Tatum's. Channing Tatum, wh- that was one of the only parts that was pretty good. Is this the, like, is this the, the sex, sex stuff? stuff? Not that. The, he's the like, follow. I love that an accent. That. Yeah, he's like, I do love an accent. <laughs> <laughs> On top of spaghetti. 
Oh yeah, on top all of covered in cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Okay, I know that. I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed. <laughs> That's what it felt like. There was a water bottle. The water bottle was the meatball. Yeah. Boom. Airtight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Changes the whole outlook on the movie. Went up half star for me. <laughs> did for me. Uh, I did hate the ending. Everything after it goes off the rails felt, I don't know, didn't look great. I didn't lo- I'd like all that stuff at the end. I agree. I yeah. didn't care for that. And then Sandra Bullock at the end, hated that. Really? I like how she looked hated like her. old Sandra Bullock. Oh. What? Like I felt like she like had like her old hairstyle from like Miss Congeniality. It was like, mm, I don't know, I have to look at her again. She no, had, it, like, it was like, like feathered. It's like Ocean's 12 or whatever that one. Is she in one of those? She's in the yeah. newest one, right? I don't know. I have no idea. She is. She's his sister or something. Anyway, doesn't matter. I, I I felt like she was. The look doesn't matter. The look doesn't matter. Uh, I, no, just like her. I don't know. Like that, them talking to each other at the end. All of those like that back and forth. It was so cringy. I hated that. That was where it really. I mean, that was like two minutes. Yeah. Terrible. And he. And then he, that's where he just does. Um figures out that it's not bad luck it's fate because the car he goes not bad luck just fate we weren't meant to be in that car no There's that was like the end that. where like they he like shifts something about shifting perspective and it's like that's it yeah but the 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 a way cooler way to look at it was how the fucking elder described it was like the plum ladybugs no ladybugs <laughs> hold all of the bad luck so everybody else can live peacefully yeah but, but he was preaching fate the whole time like he's you, not he's saying it's not bad luck yeah it's fate because everything that happened to him was unlucky, but it actually turned out to be really lucky because, yeah, because he didn't. He ended up not being in the everything wrong place. Right. Yeah, because of the bad thing that happened, he wasn't in the place where he would have gotten hurt at. Yeah, obviously, it gets like you realize that pretty quickly. Like he says, he has bad luck, but like even like right off the bat with the wolf stabbing his phone and doesn't stab him. Like you know that you know that it's a it's a twist where. Oh, all this shit that he says is bad luck is saving him. Or yeah, because good luck. he's like, oh shit, now I can't talk to my contact. But actually, to save your fucking life. Yeah. So, am, so are we the plums in this story, or <laughs> are we the tree? <laughs> yeah, huge. <laughs> Fine, I thought it was so fun. I actually laughed more than this than I've had in a decent amount of time. That's why you hate comedies, though. This comedy, this <laughs> this comedy is funny. No, you're the opposite. So we need to find movies that aren't funny, and you'll like those. I like laughing. <laughs> like when he goes, <laughs> when he's like, no, no easy way out, and he like spins the fucking briefcase numbers, and it opens yeah, it just up. Opens up. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good gag. I think that might have been one of the parts where I laughed. Not him dropping it, but just him trying to do like a different <laughs> accent. <laughs> oh yeah, that no, was funny. And when he said he's like, <laughs> him dropping it. And it just opened. That was. Whatever. I thought it was hilarious. I thought that was funny too. I thought that whole part was. I laughed at that, and there was a couple other parts that I was like, I like actually laughed, and like normally I just chuckle at times, but this one I was like, I actually like made a, a audible noise. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and I was, 
It was great. I was uh, I was I went on a Wednesday and it was like one of five people. I was literally all, the only person. I was surprised there was even five people on a Wednesday for Bullet Train. See, I went yesterday and I had probably I want to say like ten other people and I nobody went yesterday was, and nobody I was, was the was only laughing. person. So I had no one to gauge off of. So well, I left. There's uh, a so couple so chuckles no from one the person behind me, but in my theater, a hundred percent of the people laughed at the same time I did. Wow, so it was pretty. I would say funny. Yeah, there was like fat in a hundred. Yeah, yeah, in a hundred. There was like one person, like it was like a an elderly lady, and like I'm assuming her daughter took her to Bullet Train. I was like, okay, she's a cinephile. Yeah, she was. They sat all the way in the back, with like in the handicapped seats, and then Happy Cinema Day. There was like no Cinema Day. Oh, that is today, isn't it? Yeah, three dollars, three dollar tickets. Yeah, we fucked up. We could have. I'm just kidding. I was gonna watch it today, but then now we're recording. (laughs) Go see another movie. I should. National yeah. Cinema Day. Yeah, you ain't doing shit. Cinemas are dying, so <laughs> gotta give them my three dollars. Movie Pass is back. They're here to save movies. Movie Pass is back. It's gonna single handedly save cinema. <laughs> single handedly. Mm. <clears throat> anyway, not to dwell too much on the comedy, but um, the they do try to weave in some emotional beats, and I didn't like how they called. I guess this could be from the novel, but why would they call Lemon and Tangerine twins? Like that could have been like they could have had the same payoff and have it work or have it make more sense if they just called them brothers all the time and be like, oh, they don't look like brothers. But then they find out that they were brothers or whatever. Well, they were fostered. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, same thing. Right. But well, why would they call them twins? We don't know if they're not. If they're <laughs> twins. <laughs> Because they're the same age and they're brothers. What yeah, if, that's what I'm saying. Though, what if Aaron? Uh, what if he was a little, had a little black? <laughs> he was half black. We just didn't know. Sure. And then he, <laughs> and then the other guy got more of the black traits. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I wonder that could ha- could that happen? Could you have twins that like one is significantly darker? Yeah, than the double mint twins. <laughs> <laughs> double mint twins. Yeah, the gum. Isn't that the gum? Yeah. That's yeah. like a whole thing. You didn't know? <laughs> no. I guess we should have got the fucking mint beer. Then we could there's your there's your connection to Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and there's like a black they do like twin? Is it playing into that? That shot too of like just them like it as like childhood. Double mint twins. That's in fucking uh Waka Flocka song. Anything, Jacob? Nope. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he just pulled something out of your ass. Apparently. He's making it up in his head. <laughs> I swear it was a thing. Uh, no. Apparently not. <laughs> it's not. I got to find the commercial. I will find it. <sighs> Do we have to vamp or are you going to pay attention? I'll pay attention. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm going to have some logical issues. Not that this movie is going for realism, but on a bullet train, do you honestly think that somebody could punch through the windshield? Oh, no. <laughs> Not at all. This is a train that moves over 200 miles an hour. Yeah. And could literally hit, if like it touched a rock or whatever. In it would fairness, that was the back of the train. Okay. Either way. Not the front of the train. <laughs> but they, they also go back and forth. Yeah. So it would be the ways. front at some time. There you go. Nail it yourself. But no. 
Duh. Nothing <laughs> logical. He couldn't even. He couldn't walk up a two hundred mile an hour. Hey, I'm just saying. I didn't. I'm not looking for realism in these movies, but that's pretty bad. I mean, there's tons that were bad. In the, if you're going logic, there was. I mean, I'm talking about like there physics, realistic. There like, was guys standing on top of the train going two hundred miles an hour. Yeah, but they're also going two hundred miles an hour. They're going the same speed. They would not be able to stand <laughs> on the train. You don't know that. Yes, you do. No, they would not. <laughs> okay, get a, get on your car right now, and I will drive 25 miles an hour, and you couldn't stand on it. Let's do it. <laughs> you would fall right It's up. like I bet I could. Were they standing on it going that fast, though? I thought they e- were... Even if they're they going were 10 miles an hour. It, they were standing on it at the station. No, they were, before they they were on moving. it the whole time because they were shooting up through the train while they were, in, while they were flying. Mm, maybe. Yeah, anyway. it was... Okay, well there you go. Add it with, to the list. With the when the <laughs> like anything when the I'm with you. If they're going 200 miles an hour and the door opens, there's gonna be suction that's gonna pull shit out too. Yeah, they do that multiple times. Yeah, they fall out. Mm-hmm. They would literally pull them out because you're breaking the seal and all the air inside of the train would go out. Yes, which happens. Okay, anything else on bullet train? That needs to be said? No. I have some things that probably could be, but it's fine. I'm over this piece of shit. Get real. <laughs> Better than Bodies, Bodies, Bodies in terms of a... I guess they're similar style. One's what, murder rating? mystery, one's... Oh. Not really murder mm, mystery, but... I wouldn't really... I don't think they're that comparable. I think they're both whodunits. Yeah, just like Spartacus. As much as a whodunit as Spartacus is. <laughs> That's no. a classic. That's way different. No, I think Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is a whodunit. I don't think this is at all. We didn't know, like, we didn't know the White Death arranged the whole thing until the very end. It's like a... You just feel like... There's like a mystery woven through it, but I wouldn't call it like a whodunit or anything. Like, it's not in that same style. They they all work together to be like, trying to figure out who the fuck set this all up. And then uh, Brad Pitt finally figures it out. I don't know. It's not as extreme. It sounds like blatant. Oh, I did think of one thing that I have to say. Zazie Beetz character, the Hornet, terrible. <laughs> that like, I get what like I got at the end of it, what they were trying to do. Like that was supposed to be funny, like a bit like she says bitch all the time. Yeah, that did not land at all. That was so bad. I let, I chuckled. No, I, I was my eyes were in the back of my head. I was rolling my eyes so much. <laughs> Every time she said bitch, I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. So it was bad. Like a four set, it was like a two minute scene. Yeah. She said it like four it. times. Apparently it didn't stick out to me at all. She said bitch like four or five times. I know. That's like, obviously they're trying to make it like a bit or something. And she get like part of her character. Like she has to say bitch at the end of everything. It's like, oh, it was so bad though. And she got like stabbed. She go, her last word was bitch. <laughs> yeah. It was cringy. Okay, last thing. <laughs> Ratings out of five stars. I'm going to give it a four. I also gave it a four. Holy shit, guys are fucked. I'm After going two. Two? Get real, two. Kyle. Boo. I'm real. Not even close. Real as can be. Not even close. Spoiler alert. This uh, episode, I watched a lot of shitty movies, so we should move on to the next one. <laughs> This one could be good, though. Next one is. If you want to wait. Okay. That's it. Moving on to our next feature review. 
which is Orphan First Kill. This is the sequel slash prequel to Orphan. Uh, Orphan First Kill is directed by William Brent Bell. It is written by David Kogashal, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, and Alex Mace, which okay, it looks like that could have been part of the first movie it says characters based on. Anyway, uh, it stars Isabel Furman, Julia Stiles, Rossif Sutherland, and Matthew Finlan. Plot synopsis reads, after orchestrating a brilliant escape from an Estonian psychiatric facility, Esther travels to America by impersonating the missing daughter of a wealthy family. Let's take a listen to a clip. I'm Anna. What's your name? Lena. You didn't answer me before. Do your parents work here? Why would you think that? Because you're... And what? Lena. Panepli etzmaha. think of orphan first kill didn't love it <laughs> so i liked it <laughs> i had uh i was not looking forward to watching this because i do remember not liking the first one so <laughs> watching this i'm like all right here we go it's going to be the same thing i was pleasantly surprised it wasn't but it was not nearly enough to save the movie for me. I, still I know exactly hope. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hope not. But, yeah, it, w- it was bad. It wasn't a good movie. I didn't enjoy it. It felt very long. Looked terrible. The bloom <laughs> lighting. Yeah, was, what the fuck was that? Why did they do that? <laughs> it's it, so funny because the first movie, which I know, I wanted you guys to rewatch this um, also, but the first movie starts off with like a dream sequence and it looks exactly how this entire movie looks. Yeah. But obviously that's intentional to make you cue into like, oh, this a is dream. like a dream. Yeah. But like, no, this whole movie just looks like that. It looks weirdly like, yeah, like foggyish and like yes. super <laughs> bloomy. Like the, every light just is like huge. Like sun flares. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like makes them fuzzy almost all the characters and it's not even colorful either. It just looks like blown out. Like the whole movie looks blown out and like my asshole after these coffee beers. (laughs) Yeah. It's not good looking and acting is terrible, but writing is terrible. Like the story is just so bad. There is that like it is an interesting twist. I like that that's in there. That's the best part of the movie, but it still is not. It's still bad after that. So and the ending is horrible just i don't know oh my god yeah <laughs> like and oh it just and that looks so bad too with the fire oh well did you okay yeah oh my I had god the same thought like everything else is a bloom and like super bright every light like and then fire isn't 
it's like super dark and doesn't light up. Well, anything. did you also notice that it was like a a set? It was definitely like they burned like a they like built a mini house and yeah, and they messed up. I don't know. It just yeah, there's not a lot. Good yeah, because about you this. can tell like they always and this is you can tell amateur the movie is you can tell like flames when they get bigger they look different and they act differently like a yeah, small flame looks different than a large flame and yeah yeah it's obvious that well wind blows like, flame yeah and right just, the flame was just burning <laughs> yeah. up straight up the whole it just thing. didn't act right yeah and didn't look right i just don't understand that like fire is bright why you like here i know you have to turn down the brightness but they didn't in the rest of the movie so it just seemed so out of place yeah it just not much redeeming about this movie it didn't turn me on to wanting to watch any further sequels of this franchise because that is now because yeah it's not good the first one wasn't great this one was definitely not either yep i'm in the exact same boat so i do remember liking the orphan somewhat i can't tell you well i mean i saw it in theaters and that was the last time i've seen it so it probably doesn't hold like it did then but it probably if i was going to rate the first one it'd be like in around a two and a half three um this one is significantly lower than that i hated i hated pretty much every minute of this other than the twist the f- once a twist but then I know it had to do it then, but it almost felt like it blew its load. And then once you did it, you're like, okay. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah, it was like too early almost. I don't know. Just it didn't something. It didn't work. And this, it felt like a Paramount. It felt like a TV movie. Felt like a Paramount Plus movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> but it like, I don't <laughs> know. If, was this recorded to be that or did they just buy yeah, the rights I, to it? I don't know. Or not recorded, but can, filmed. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I don't know. I feel like it wasn't because Paramount Plus hasn't been around that long, right? But this would have been greenlit like pretty early on. I mean, in their wasn't inception. Halo like made to be a Paramount Plus show, and that's was already like done and everything. It's not like this had like a huge undertaking. It's not like or- takes a long time to film Orphan. <laughs> I know, but yeah, I guess. Well, it's probably. I mean, start to finish, you're looking at a year and a half to two years after, after editing, promotion, set a release date. Like this probably got filmed a year and a half ago. I would assume, at least. I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was relevant. pretty interesting. It was the same actress, but yeah, yep. yep. You could tell though. <laughs> yeah, the the old. You could tell it's the same, or you you what? could tell she's older now though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In the new one or the original, she it worked really was because young. she was young. Yeah, she actually, and was that's kind of added to the element of like the story when she looks older. You're like. Does anyone not realize that she does not look 11? Like, she looks fucking like 31. Yeah, it's like clearly this is not an 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah, and the they did do, do some cool-ish things of making her look small. Like, I'm a, like she when she was sitting in the car, like, she wasn't, she was, like, lower than the steering wheel. And it was obviously her, so probably just had the seat lower or something. But, but also every shot where, like, they had her like from her from behind or whatever i'm like, like there's just extra. a stand in yeah, yeah. oh yeah 100 <laughs> yeah um not not a huge fan of julia styles never really have been i think she just she's yeah. a good co- like co-star or like a, a supporting actress 
a better way to put it is she is great for this caliber of movie. Like getting <laughs> yeah. her for this movie is great. Yeah. I think she did well in like the Bourne series. Th- that's what I'm saying though. You're talking about Bourne, like one of the biggest like at the time franchises. This is fucking Paramount Plus Orphan You're sequel. saying she's better as a lead in this kind of no, I'm saying like take this caliber of movie, take a fucking straight to VOD movie and put yeah, it's like a B movie Leonardo DiCaprio in like it. Big, it's like yeah. yeah, they're too good for I this. See, yeah. Like I'm not saying I don't love Julie Stiles either, but like for this, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, I like yeah, I don't I think she did well with what was there. The I mean the writing was atrocious. <laughs> like like the dialogue, the the um and I the um delivery of some of it. And I don't think that has to do necessarily because I don't think I don't think the actors or or actresses did bad, did poorly. I think that the writing was just so bare bones that it was they had to try and stretch and like really overact what was presented. And it felt like that at times. Um, I do um, also like. How the hell is she going to pick up a Russian accent in four years? When? Because that was well, her they did. Period. Yeah, they make sure to put a line in there that explains it. Like, is this possible? Would she have a Russian accent? Like, yeah. Well, she was. It was during her, you know, speech development, like key, I know. key time. Like, yeah, to do to learn all that stuff in four years, though, to master piano, drawing, master painting and drawing. You know, genius. S- speak another language and English in f- all four years as a seven-year-old, like little <laughs> little bit of a stretch, but but, but it's, what about but that? Fencing? But that works with the twist, right. though, because yeah, you know, that, I was wondering. I had all those same things. I was like, this is so dumb. And then the twist, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess yeah. It's like why they would they care? About it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the twist. I I did get blindsided by a twist, which was good. I liked that quite a bit, but. It, if anything, it just doubles no. down on the dumbness of uh, men and dads in particular from yeah. the first one. I know you don't remember the first one. But I, bar- I I think I remember it being kind of like it's so men dumb. are dumb. Yeah, yeah, he is just like oblivious in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it tonally it feels the same. I just think that the first one just felt more like a movie, and this felt like a VOD movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like it just had a little bit more of a polish to it, I guess. <coughs> but that's not saying much. I don't remember that. It, like I said, I don't remember that much. But um, yeah, other than that, this movie pretty much washed over me. I hated, I hated the filter like you guys did. Hated it. I thought it was like, I thought they were just doing like a flashback, and then it would get away from that. Yep. It, it, yep. Just it just stuck with it. The whole Gunner character, he sucked. The, the painting angle didn't... I don't think it really did much. No. Well, it ties back into the first movie kind of cool. I remember... Yeah, I remember her wall. She the uses walls that and stuff, technique right? in the first movie. Yeah. yeah like and it's she, kind of an interesting thing. Like, oh, while she was... The guy that she goes with is a painter who does that technique, and that's where she picks it up from. It it ties in nicely to the first movie. Right. So. Yeah, I guess... That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I forgot that the first one, she like I her walls remember. were all yeah, exactly. Yeah. She she like had these drawings in the wall, like of like kid drawings. But then when she turned the lights off, they were all like bloodied and painted. Yeah. Like so, I guess that's a cool little throwback. But 
Oh, there's some good drawings in the first one. Do you remember? So she has like the small pictures of like the, they look like kid drawings, but then like you flick like a tree and then you flick it on as like someone being hung. Yeah. But then like the whole entire wall yeah. is her getting fucked by the dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> You're like top five. Oh yeah. Um, horny, horny, AF. pearl. <laughs> Step out of the way. <laughs> Esther's here, baby. Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> Coming out soon. I know. See who's hornier. We'll have a horny 16. off. Horn off. <laughs> Horn off. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm done. I'm gonna come. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I didn't like this movie at all. I, spoiler, also didn't like the first one. And I think I get like. I kind of get what also I don't know if it's like just hindsight though because the first one came out in 2009 and there's like a very classic um, trope of like mid 2000s horror of like that schlocky like we were on the kind of the tail end of it but this was yeah this was like at the tail end of it and it's like okay were they making those movies bad like intentionally or were they just bad do you know what I'm saying I think it if in retrospect, if you look back at it, it almost feels intentional. Yeah. But if so during what, like, it, it didn't. People are like giving this guy or people are giving the first guy, sorry, the first director of Orphan credit. I can't think of his name, but he also directed House of Wax. Mm-hmm. And when you think back, like, yeah, he cast like just some like the biggest names at the time, like Chad Michael Murray and, Paris you know, Hilton. Paris Hilton. <laughs> but like, obviously, Paris Hilton's a shitty actor. Like, was that intentional, like, to make that movie, like, campy and, like, schlocky? I think I think House of Wax is definitely schlocky. Okay, so he directed Orphan also, though. So, like, is that in the same vein where, like, I can't tell I can't if it's, like, just name. hindsight or if, like, it was intentional the whole time? And either way, I don't think it's... I don't think it works. Like, I don't like that style. Um, you know, I'm not a big horror guy either, so, like, I can't... I these movies aren't horrific at all either by the way I think calling oh them I horror, meant to say that yeah I think calling them horror is very generous um it's more of a, like th- a thriller yeah it's more yeah. of like a mystery thriller than anything because yeah it's there's nothing like horrific about it but um anyway back to first kill it it is I think it's worse than the first one also because it's a prequel and it has a uh, not as bad, but it has a slight "don't breathe" too problem, as well, where they inject a little bit of sympathy with Esther or her, and wait. So obviously, this, this based is before, off the first one, right? Yes, this happens before. This is she's nine in the second one. So she's two years older in this one. Nine in the second one. She's she's nine in Orphan. Kay. She's eleven in Orphan First Kill. How did? Why is that? What did they say? She's eleven. I don't think so. They said she's an eleven-year-old girl, because she was seven when she went missing. She was gone for four years. But she was pretending um, to be eleven. I don't think so. No, they, she wasn't pretending to be eleven. She would be eleven. I already told you. I was like really. I didn't tell you. No, I was really confused about the timeline. Then she would have to be eight. And she was not. They did not say she was eight in this one. Yeah, I was really confused about the timeline because she was already. I thought in the beginning they talked about how she murdered people before. So then I'm like, is this a prequel or is this after the original? Um, sorry, I'm trying to find. <laughs> I was confused because I, I look by the name and everything. I thought it was a prequel, but then it didn't feel like a prequel. It felt like she already had 
killed before. I don't think I don't think they ever say she's eleven. I don't know I'm if you're like like, per, like fairly certain. You would have to find the clip because I I don't think they do. Anyway, yeah, I was a little confused about the timeline, but yeah, not important. Um, not that important. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, just in terms of. Like the look and everything too. Obviously, we've all said it's it's hideous. Um, the acting I didn't mind as much. I think I think the dad's pretty good. I think Julie Styles, like I said, is good for this movie. Esther is also pretty good. Uh, pretty much just the son is the only one that He's really bad. didn't work yeah. for me. Um, and then everyone else is pretty small tertiary roles. But um, yeah, just they do tie in like the ending. Like there's nice there is some like um threads that connect the movies well you know it seems like they did kind of pay attention to the to like what they need to do to make it connect to the first one well like i said the painting that's kind of an obvious one but in the first one she also says like the story of how she became an orphan is that she lost her parents in like a, a fire which i guess the ending oh. kind of fucks that up because yeah. if they just did like a <laughs> they just looked at the bodies or like did an autopsy they would know that's not how they died so it's kind of dumb but they tried to connect it yeah yeah the ending is terrible too so bad it is really bad it's so bad um okay i guess that's it for general thoughts if you guys have any spoilers we can get into them now this is I mean, obviously the twist, we can talk yeah. about that. So, so I thought big. that was interesting because I thought this was just going to... I didn't like the first one, but I thought this so, was going to be basically that again. And then the twist came where it's like, oh, they know she's not actually the daughter. And yeah, now she's kind of trapped. Like I thought that part. was pretty good. It kept it like... It kept like... your Because like, yeah, I, like my interest was fading fast. And then it's like, oh, this happens. And it kind of brings you back in and... It it introduces an interesting dynamic between like the parent or Julie Styles, I should say, and her where she is kind of the one in peril almost, yeah. but they both are in peril. That's what I was saying where, about the don't breathe too thing where they like you're not like sympathetic towards Esther, but like you're like, OK, they're both fucked up and like you're not rooting for her, but she could be she is in danger also. Yeah, she's like trapped. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that it was so interesting. And then I just feel like the execution was bad. It's like they didn't really. What they did with it was so just. Well, yeah, because they they have this. The the setup is good. They're like, we're going to play along this role like and. But they like but throw out they, the window immediately. Exactly. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, nope, never mind. Well, let's fucking kill her. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't last long at all. They're yeah. like, you know what? This isn't going to work. Yeah. Like, that's literally what it said. It's like, this isn't going to work. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, you could, you should have been like, that twist should have been maybe earlier on. So they had more time to work with it after. Yeah, because there's but, some good tension stuff where they're trying to hide it from the dad. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like the smoothie scene where she makes that and she's like, I don't yeah. drink that because she could have like poisoned it or whatever. And, and she put the rat. She put the rat in there. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. Um, so there is a discrepancy with the age, but she is nine in both. But, but that doesn't make sense. The original yeah. says she's thirty three, and uh-huh. this one she says she's thirty one. Yeah, which is two years earlier. But they wouldn't be the exact same age. Huh? She's nine in both, but she's two years 
Yeah, younger, but she just yeah, but one. she lies about could, the nine year old. But they wouldn't they that doesn't that age is yeah. that when age she is gets, imaginary. When she gets brought into the place, when she being thought to be, I guess yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's all coming from her. Like right, she yeah. could be whatever age she says. You know, she has a pituitary problem. <laughs> they yeah. actually did with with her. It was they all wore uh, platform shoes to make her look shorter. Uh, oh, interesting. That's why you never sell their shoes with their <laughs> or their legs. With okay. they're all wearing pants. Um. Yeah. That the the twist was the most interesting part, and like I said about the ending, where she like pushes them like so they get to the roof of the house or whatever, <laughs> and one of them falls. The Julie style. So she falls dumb and that he has to make the choice. Breaks that her. Is so oh, po- yeah. <laughs> forced. Oh my god. He um, chooses the daughter. <laughs> well, he yeah, he like no, he like goes to yeah, grab Julia really, Stiles and she yeah. I don't feel like he doesn't choose, but yeah, he, but she like dies they're on setting it up like that. Yes, which kind of is stupider that they should like force the choice and then have yeah. him, like have him think. Anyway, he dies right away anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah and then no they both die by falling. Like, they both die by falling off the house. Like <laughs> they can figure out how somebody died, like even after a house fire and. Like they would have known that they died from blunt force, not from a house fire. So why? Because their skull was crushed. Yeah. In. Why don't they investigate that? <laughs> I've seen but enough they, forensic I don't files know why to know that they would figure this out. And but like the, the house isn't that tall, right? So I get why the the girl the mother died because she hit her head and smashed it. But like, why did the guy die too? I thought it literally happened the exact. Yeah, I thought it, it literally he just hit his neck. Exact, that's so bad. <laughs> I know it is bad. It's terrible. They were side by side. Because it's they not died. that tall. Like you can survive that fall. Like why didn't he? As soon as she like lost her teeth, he was like, Yeah, I know. Well, it was just weird. Anyway, he just like <laughs> he like squeezed her cheeks and her teeth fall out. <laughs> I know they set it up earlier that she lost those for a second, but like it was so yeah. dumb. And he's like, Oh. <laughs> That slips off the roof. Like she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Um, she's tiny. Like how can, how can we? They not just manhandle her. Like yeah, just there's a fight. There's like a scene earlier where they're struggling. He's like, yeah, in the bathroom. That was yeah. so bad. And the kid's eighteen, and she's a tiny 31 year old like yeah 33 year old he whatever. should be able to easily hold her and they couldn't just like they're like all right you're committing suicide now and they like failed at that <laughs> i'm like but how she's not and like she yeah, like, see that's the thing in the first one that they avoid like they really avoid like a lot of like her being physical she kind of outsmarts a lot of people or just like, like that, yeah. uses objects to kill them like when they're not expecting it and this is like yeah it goes way over the top with that. i think stuff. that this feels it's like super unbelievable um. So we had like Halloween. <laughs> Jesus. Halloween. You plug me back in. I think it came out right here, Jacob. Um, we had the 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 David Gordon Green Halloween, mm-hmm. and then we had Halloween, Halloween first kills. kill or whatever. What's it? Halloween first kills. kill? Halloween kills. Yeah. And this, this felt like ends. <laughs> I know this felt like like that departure where they did like these dumb kills like that didn't I mean, work for it me. was kind of similar right in the fact that like the people rose up and went against it and this one was like kind of them going against the killer but it was just yeah i don't know but like it's the like i like the first one like kyle was saying like she 
she uses her wit and they say like she's like super smart. Like yeah, she's a master like, manipulator. And that's like this yeah, one, she just escape scene was. So and this one, she didn't do it. Like it's just oh so the feral like lady patient too. That's just so convenient. The candy, candy yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That also, whole, a that security guard scene. couldn't. Yeah, and like get off a 70, 80 year old. Yeah, come well, on. She would break one, her fucking okay, bones. One, the security guard going in the room with her, which is like. It's being horny. filmed. Yeah, but like he knows it's recorded. Like he can't get away with this. But Jacob, then she's a master just, manipulator. You're too horny. But also, like she's just able to smash his head like that. Like oh yeah, off a wall. On. No, like, he get, you need so much if, strength yeah, to be able like, to do even that. If she did it once. He'd be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. And, like push <laughs> off immediately. There's no That's way so he just like smash his head, <laughs> and she's strong enough to do like make him die. Like there's that would be so hard for us to do. Yeah, <laughs> she's supposed favorite. to be like this young, like, bodied girl. Like my know. favorite was when Julia Stiles threw her over the island, <laughs> and then she like fall, and then she goes around the corner. She's like, she's gone. Where'd she go? It's like, how <laughs> the fuck didn't you see her leave? You didn't create or <laughs> create any noise. Go? Like, yeah. crawling away makes you would hear that. <laughs> like I could even. Like if I threw somebody out a door and close the door, you can hear them leave yeah, even exactly. with the door closed. Like <laughs> you open, oh no, they just disappear. She's like. <gasps> <laughs> yeah pretty tropey and then why didn't he like he walks in the office turn the light on you don't have to walk around in the dark <laughs> turn the lights on this Find goes her. back to the discussion of like the first one like is it trying to play off of that like campy and tropiness and a, a lot of people that are liking these movies are saying that that's what it's going for but it doesn't feel I don't intentional though yeah i i'm with you and even if it was it either is just like not my style or I don't think it does it in a good way. Like there's other movies that lean into that and pull it off. And it, I don't feel like this does that. Yeah. Like I think coming back to Halloween kills, I think that Halloween kills, if it wasn't Halloween could fall into that because of the brutal kills, the right. over the top, like that felt campy, but with it being part of the Halloween series, none of those movies are campy. Well, really. Even the first one, the not the first Halloween, the David, the first David Gordon Green one, the reboot yeah. one. That one I feel like kind of does that. Like it plays well in both mm-hmm. camps. Uh, yeah, camps. Like it is serious, but like there's moments where it's like you know. Yeah, I was gonna say X. Tropy and also yeah, X. Same thing. Yeah. There's yeah, there's, there's movies, movies that pull it off a lot. Pull it off. Like yeah. this X one did, feels like it's trying to do. They're that. also intim like yeah, not intimidating, but like I'm not. In, her she's unintimidated yeah yep. as a killer she's in in the first one it definitely works better but yeah. this one she's just like know. now yeah. she's like this ultra strong <laughs> creature like why would she revert to i guess it didn't work but like she went like orphans later so wouldn't she like become like a better killer well, Maybe. she is a better. Killer. Maybe that's what they're going. Like she was clumsy because she one. kills every time. But she was always she a killed killer. before this, though. Yeah. that's why she was in the asylum. That's what I also didn't like. Is this movie's called Orphan First Kill? I kind of wanted she to killed see before that. I know, like I kind of wanted to see, like literally, this start, like her going How crazy she, or like yeah, that everything. That's what didn't that would have been a much better movie. That's why I was so confused on the timeline because it says first kill. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be about her first. 
But then it's like, no. oh, she's killed before. That's why she's here. Then I'm like, yeah, it's not even her origin story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you not do that story then? Yeah. Because especially why if you want to make another one for like, the first they time. Literally, they literally hamstrung themselves. Like if this if this did well or does well, like where are you going to go from here? Like another origin story the first, because first this, this orphan movie origins. Leads, this movie yeah. leads right into or like the first orphan. Yeah, yeah. It should have it's been the exact same literally scene of her yes. sitting in. The it would have been way more interesting because they said before that she had never killed. She was like a thief. She would just go a con artist, go in and steal. But she killed this family after they took her in. It's like why? That's the story that was more interesting, and they just. Yeah, yeah, we like this. Yeah, the, they even showed. Why did the, she? Why did she kill they talked for the about, first time? They talked about her first kill. Yeah, and then this wasn't her first. It's called first kill. <laughs> Should be called the kill before the original. And yeah. then she kills multiple <laughs> people like on the way out of the facility. Orphan unknown kills yeah. after, after the first kill. Yeah, the first one's. Just gonna, I bet they're gonna. The, the, the original is just gonna be called Lena. Gross. If I it, guarantee if that gets it. Made. I know if they do do another one, it's going to be called just her, or like Esther. Is this been liked? I don't know. It's been like more than the original. Talking uh, about it, really? At least the well, at least critically. critically. Okay. I don't know about Letterboxd. How? Oh my god! It's like by like they gave us a twist. Yeah, the but first one had nothing going for it. This the, at least I, had I feel like I, I feel like the more. people only like the first one for the twist. Like when they find out that she was old. Like that's why people hold that movie in such high regard is because you watched it at a time when, well, especially our generation, we were a lot younger, uh, and just like that twist would have been like, oh, holy shit, she's an old lady the whole time, mm-hmm. and then like you you ride that high for the rest of it. Nobody has rewatched but it I since thought then. It was dumb. Then <laughs> nobody's rewatched it since then until now. And it's I like thought it was done revisiting the first time it. It's I saw really it. stupid. That's why I'm like, oh great, can't wait to see this one. Yeah, at least it has Vera Farmiga versus Julia Stiles. That is true. Okay, anything else on Orphan First Kill? No, that's okay. Ratings out of five stars. I'm gonna give it a one and a half. I am giving it a one. I'm also a one point five. All right, let's get into some nano reviews. I might as well kick it off. I don't have a lot to say else to say on Orphan, but I also didn't love it. But I do think that uh, it's a little bit better than the prequel. One, yeah, there is Farrah Farming in it. And I feel like this was kind of the start of, I don't look at her filmography, but she got very uh, typecast in horror movies. In the horror like, shows. Yeah, she was in like a shitload of horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Conjuring, Bates Motel, yeah. this. Fuck, there was something else, too. Um, but yeah, Peter Sarsgaard is the dad in this, and I like Peter Sarsgaard, but I, I mean, I like his... Like I said, they play him as very dumb and um, ignorant in this movie, and yeah, it's frustrating to watch, but I feel like that's kind of what makes it successful, is like, there's like so many times where it's like, if you just did this, then you would you know, you would find out this or you would know this. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's kind of like in a movie that's not, doesn't really have like a, uh, like you said, like a, a looming threat, like a physical or like creature or supernatural or whatever. And it's just like this little girl. Then that's like works better for this type of movie mm-hmm. rather than, you know, having to physically stop something that's either superior or, you know, supernatural, like I said, but yeah, it's uh it's not great, but at least it wasn't um, fuzzy the whole time and blurry. <laughs> True. 
Oh yeah, I gave it a two. Do you have? I have nothing. Jacob, I do. I uh, watched Ponyo. We gotta talk about fucking three anime movies. I know. <laughs> two. What was the other? The did you weathering watch with you? Game? Yeah. I already talked about Bell. <laughs> Ponyo. This is actually the first time I've seen it. So it's, I think. Oh, it is? Yeah, I think it is the last of Miyazaki films for me to see. I'm pretty sure I've seen all of his. Uh, maybe that cat one. I think he has one with a cat guy as a main character, and I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's him or just Studio Ghibli. But Ghibli, Ghibli, whatever. <laughs> Ghibli. But. Yeah, I thought it was actually because I I for some reason I'd heard that this one is like not as liked as many of the other ones, and I don't really get it because I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a honestly a way better story than the Little Mermaid, the Disney version, because it's based on Little Mermaid, the original, just like mm-hmm. Little Mermaid was. But the Little Mermaid, a Disney one. I mean, looking back at i loved it as a kid but looking at the story now it's really problematic (laughs) and kind of dumb that but this one he does it in a way that transforms it into one that it's just like a better story like i feel like he elevates the original story in a way that only miyazaki can there's no bad people in this one now you know like the dis just the disney one feels so simple now in comparison he does it. It looks beautiful. He creates this like mystical world and just fantasy and it's beautiful looking at it and the world building just in the way that Miyazaki does. It just feels so lived in and so real. And yeah, I honestly, I thought it was way better than The Little Mermaid, which is the classic that we grew up with. Right. But wow. Yeah. I don't old statement. I don't think it's no, it's I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it's his best movie, definitely. Well, you're you're saying you don't like it because it's problematic. Well, I'm saying Jacob's too woke for the little yeah, mermaid. Yeah, too woke for the little mermaid. I still like the little mermaid. So you're going to shit on the remake then when it comes out? I mean, it's going to be bad probably. Jacob, Jacob. All Jacob. of these remakes haven't been good except for maybe Beauty and the Beast, but even that movie Kind of the story's not haven't seen it hold up well. The story, yeah, based off the original, <laughs> the Stockholm syndrome. Like I get, like it. These are all based on the original stories, right? And uh, the original, original Little Mermaid story was even worse than the Disney version, which made it a little bit better. But this is just better than both of those, and hmm. how it tells the story. It just makes it. It's so much more positive. <laughs> but is there as many musical? bangers in this one no no under the sea <laughs> part of your that's a banger yeah there I, is some I, good I, music I, I, I. <laughs> oh yeah there so, sound drop yeah definitely worth a watch not his best movie but still great he's he bats 100 you know i liked it i liked it four stars i think that's what i gave it it's been a long time since i've seen it though a long know. time. I feel like that's where it is at. <laughs> you didn't, I don't know, you didn't rate it on Letterboxd. So. It's probably on IMDb. 
MDB. Nope. Pre-rating days. It's how long is it? It's how long it spends as I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, Well, it's a four-star movie. I don't have anything else, Jacob, so oh. keep it going. I also watched Weathering With You. Since I rewatched Bell, I decided <laughs> I'm pretty sure this thing. I actually, yeah. No, 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 no. This is this other. Miyamoto? other. No, the other other yeah, Miyamoto. Big. So like with animated movies, you have like Miyamoto. He's in his own like stress. <laughs> Miyamoto, Miyazaki. He's in his own. Well, the other guy's like Mia something too. This guy's Makoto. It's Mama Mia. The guy who did Bell is Mamoru. Did you watch uh, Panyo subbed or dubbed, by the way? I did watch it dubbed. Dubbed, yeah. yeah. Well, Miyazaki, I'm just... All of Those are like some of the only ones. The yeah, was it Matt yeah. Damon in it? Yeah, Matt Damon's in it. Uh, Liam Neeson. Kate they always Blanchett. get huge people. Yeah. Like Cloris Leachman. Yeah. What? Cloris Leachman. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, all of... So I, I'm fine with watching dubbed of his movies because, yeah, the dubbing is really good. Uh, honestly, I don't even remember watching this. Movie. Oh my <laughs> God. He's reading the synopsis to see what it was <laughs> about. See. Uh, that's how much this no, better I, not be more than a two and a half star. Then. Oh, okay. So it was, so this movie was beautiful, beautiful animation. And yeah, this, the story, I mean, it's pretty cheesy and cliche, but like, it's romantic. If you like those kind of like romantic movies, this definitely will hit you there pretty hard. It's emotional, but you know, it in the cliche kind of way, but it still does it really well. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. I mean, I think it's effective for what it's going for, but it doesn't, it's not like there's a lot more to take out of it. I was trying to think of it afterwards. Like, can I get more out of this? The girl in it, she can control the weather, and basically the boy is with her and turns into a business, but it turns out using, creating good weather because, like, Japan is under constant rain now, and she can create a sunny day in the area, but only for a short amount of time, but that sunny day, like, changes everybody's outlook and positivity. But every time she does that, the weather gets even worse afterwards and she also gets slowly slowly weakened until she can basically disappear out of existence and is this a metaphor for something see that's what i was trying to think (laughs) and i don't think it's i couldn't get any more out of it other than it's just like a dramatic effect on their relationship right but he didn't think he was hurting her but and she's happy to do this good thing for people, but she knows it's taking a little from her each time. And it seems like, and then of course he's going to feel like he's been using her, but he never really meant to do that because he didn't know it was taking a part of her every time to do it. And, you know, it's like, it's cliche things, <laughs> but I don't know if there's more there. Maybe it's me. I'm not getting more out of it because that it seems very symbolic, but I think it's just symbolic of that kind of thing. It's like, you don't know that you're taking from somebody and using them. And maybe you just need to enjoy what you have with them, blah, blah, blah. Mm. <laughs> but it definitely is good. And it's definitely worth a watch. Beautiful looking. Fun story. Flies by. Pacing is good. It, But it is pretty cliche. So if you don't want, if you're not into these kind of movies, this isn't going to like sell you. 
But if you are, Joshua. Hate it. <laughs> yeah, I think you would actually really like this movie. What's it called? Weathering with You. And this, he's done some big movies, but I don't, I think all of his movies are pretty much in the same vein. Like, okay, Your Name was his biggest one. I watched, that's the only one I had seen before this, I think. Never heard of her. Yeah. But that one has like a really high rating. It's 4.2 on Letterboxd. But I wanted to see his other movies. And yeah, they're, they, at least two of them now seem to be in the same line where it's just like, kind of the tragedy of it's like that saying is it better to have love and loss than never love at all boys like because girls like <laughs> boys like girl. me it was either John Lennon or me who said that yeah so if you like these kind of movies you're gonna love it it does everything really well and it is beautiful and it has this nice metaphor for it that's done very effectively and well, but it I feel like it doesn't like say more or have all these like skills and touches that like a Miyazaki movie would have where you can like draw so much more from it when you think afterwards, but you can also enjoy it. on the surface level. I feel like this is pretty much you can just enjoy it and you get it from the beginning <laughs> what it's going for. Like you can predict, oh, wait her just doing this crazy weather thing is probably, this can't just be a free thing to do. This has to be a drama added to it. And it was <laughs> kind of seems like he has more, um, high concept movies. And, um, you know, Miyazaki is like the classic fairy tale movies. Yeah. <coughs> oh, I seen five centimeters per second too, actually. So I guess I've seen a couple <laughs> of his movies. Huge. They all seem pretty similar, but they're short. They're not very long. I mean, that one's an hour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, tell you what, the posters minutes. are this all the fucking same. Less than an hour. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're like all he, two people <laughs> set against the saying. sky. Like he's, I feel like his movie. <laughs> I don't remember five centimeters per second. I think it's also kind of like the end of the world type feeling all of his are like end of the world type feeling and a love story put into it <laughs> like literally yeah five centimeters per second i think is like how fast a missile moves is five centimeters per second so it's gonna blow up something and then i think your name is also like a it's where a girl from the past he falls in love with but she's actually already dead and he's in present time but i just feel like house yeah, I just feel, yeah, <laughs> I just feel like that one is so much more interesting in that kind of love loss. Where That's definitely like the cheaper. most highly, like his most famous, right? Your what name? is name? Yeah. Your yeah. Name? That one got well, like crazy reception when it came out. Per second is really well known too, I think. Yeah. Is he like a hand drawn and computer or is it all? It's digital. Art. All digital. I right. mean, it's hand drawn probably but it's digital but digital hand yeah drawn. it's not not me it's not no. spirited away and shit no though he does digital now i think miyazaki yeah mm. probably it, yeah it's still hand drawn but it's digital but it's not because it's just way too much work to not do that now well cool any oh, other i, what? Ga- I didn't yeah, go ahead. say what i gave it sure I gave it three and a half three and a half <laughs> banger any other movies no but no did you watch? 
I watched the show. So I watched the second episode of House of Dragon. Oh, I was talking about a different show. But yeah, okay, I know so you are. <laughs> and I watched the first episode, but I'm almost done with the second, but I didn't have time to finish it of Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. I haven't started them yet, but I've heard they're haven't? good. I heard they're good. They I've heard are. mixed. They I've heard mixed reviews. People like people are trying to say it's too woke it. it's not or something. Yeah, no, it's that. getting bombed. Like, don't look at their don't look at their reviews. Also, oh, people are intentionally people doing are it. So people are mad people are because they review bombing it because of yeah, they think it's woke and they think it looks bad. Like, but they I haven't don't watched understand it. it at all. Everybody that has watched it has loved it. But okay, everybody, yeah. all the bad reviews are coming from people that Literally, haven't even watched it. People are saying it's woke, and I've heard so many negative things. Like, I keep looking at every comment up to it coming out was like. Oh, it's just so woke now. I'm like, why? And it's literally just because there's like black people in it. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Tolkien didn't have black people. So, so woke, terrible. And I'm like, what Wasn't are you talking about? Like, there's no like liberal agenda. And it. it's not talking about any kind of thing. Literally just the fact that there's like people of color in it. They're like, oh, oh the I did see that didn't because people of color in it. Because House of Dr- like Game of Thrones and House, House of, Drag- of Dragon also got hate for that. Because it had black like yeah. diversity and people were like. Yeah, like you it, don't it think matters it was diversity so there? much. It matters so much to people because that, as far as wokeness, there's literally this feels like Lord of the Rings. It's because like it, fantasy for like the past forty years like hasn't really like been that inclusive. People. Yeah, no, and like or now it's like finally there. Have, yeah, yeah, and it's like people and, hate it. Yeah, and I don't because this feels like Lord of the Rings. I like, and that's a big statement. Yeah. This isn't like trying to do a thing where it's like, let's make it Game of Thrones, like mature sex scenes or anything. It's not that at all. This feels like Lord of the Rings. Well, don't say too much. We're going to do a yeah. feature for the whole thing. But I was just curious yeah, if you watched yeah. it. I did watch it. And I think <coughs> this is definitely better it, than House of the Dragon. House of Dragon felt for me right at the start. Yeah. I mean, I do think House of Dragon's second episode I thought was much better for me than the first one. But yeah, I liked it. The yeah, this one right away. I'm like, yep. And my God, the production value I, looks bad. I have no idea what they're talking about because it looks insane. Well, it's the same, it, the same people that were like talking about the wokeness. As soon as images started coming out, then they started like trying to dissect them and pick them apart. Like, oh, this is going to be so bad. Like, look at the production. These costumes look like shit. Like they do not <laughs> like the I, yeah, money. Like, I highly doubt that. is insane because, yeah, yeah the quality is yeah, it's theater. It, literally, it looks movie quality. It yeah. even the CG. There is some CG, which there's not like. I would say the CG, you know, of like the vistas, the cities behind them, looks way better than I thought in House of Dragon. Oh yeah, probably because those ones I could like just tell right away it looked off, but these ones look great. Yeah. Speaking of House of Dragon, I watched the second episode also much. Uh, not much better, but I liked it more also. But um, I don't have too much to say about it. But the showrunner, the or the director slash showrunner, who was a part of Game of Thrones already, is like leaving before the second season. I see. And like I did giving see it that. to somebody else. Yep. Mm. I mean, that could be not bad. That's what I was like. Yeah. I don't know how to read that, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it could be good. You know. Yeah. Pass off like- to. They killed it after they ran out of the written material. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it could be a good thing since this is all not written material. Yeah. No, I'm I'm intrigued. Obviously, I'll keep watching House yeah. of Dragon, but I'm really interested to dive into Lord of the Rings now. Yeah, definitely. I think it's 
better of the two so far. But I'll probably be able to like knock them off in the morning while I'm away. Yeah, I only have like 30 minutes left of the second episode, and looks I'm great. Really enjoying it. I'm excited. Oh, it take looks some notes because we're not like going to be able to review it for another month. Yeah, or two, or a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, watch it, it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks so good though. The people are they doing it every Friday? An episode now? Yeah, I uh, yeah. They started with two, two and, then, and then one. Every yeah, week. one every Friday. And there's yeah. ten, nine. Well, it ends October like 14th, so whatever. Nine. Six more. So there's probably eight or nine episodes. Yep. Episode guide says nine. Yeah. Okay. October 14th is the last one. Definitely, you need guys. You guys need to check them out. For sure. Okay, I think that wraps us up here. What uh, What do we have coming down the pipeline? I have a suggestion on top of what we talked about all right let's hear it because i believe <laughs> pinocchio comes out they it, um, it sure does but are we interested i'm interested in barbarian i figured you would be i am not but i'll watch it if you want to it's <coughs> just it's gonna be tough for jacob is what i'm are they both theater one is well, theater. Pinocchio is disney plus so that but it comes out on Thursday, so you'd have to watch it either Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then follow well, it up with Thursday. So, yeah, I think I think I'm off on Friday because I have to go to Mackinac to do a job, and I think that they're giving us Friday off because of that, because of like travel. So it shouldn't be hard for me to uh, make it to the theater. Yeah, it just seems niche, but. Interesting, and then it could be we got a couple horrors. We got we got horrors coming up. Well, here's what we can do: we can say Pinocchio for sure, and then we can always say like we'll try to see Barbarian. If we don't all see it, I mean, you can still talk about it or whatever. It's yeah, I plan on plan on watching it. Yeah, we can we can make that the tentative plan, Jacob. If it's he's a busy one, then you know, try your best. I should be able to see it though, so don't worry. Okay, if you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I am on both those as jsal517. That's jsal517. And I'm on both platforms at josh underscore saldana. All right, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. your poor heart break a little that's the story of that's the glory of love you gotta laugh a little cry a little before the clouds roll by a little that's the story of that's the glory of love Oh, were you in the bathroom with me? Yep, same time, crossing swords. There's two bathrooms. Cross the streams, this isn't Ghostbusters. We are recent. We are.